The following is a presentation of the Michigan Sports Network. Tuesdays on the Huge Show Across Michigan are brought to you by the Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Book your getaway today at SoaringEagleCasino.com and also download the Eagle Access app. And they now have live sports wagering inside the Ascend Sportsbook and nightclub inside Soaring Eagle in Mount Pleasant. And if you want to get an update and buy tickets to all the great indoor shows, find out about the promotions and the giveaways, go to SoaringEagleCasino.com and download that Eagle Access app. Tuesdays on the Huge Radio Network are presented by the incredible Soren Eagle Casino and Resort in Mount Pleasant, Michigan. Are you ready for huge opinions on the Lions, Tigers, Wings, Pistons, Michigan, MSU, and every sports team in the state of Michigan? It's time for the Huge Show. From the east side to the west side to the UP, the Huge Show is on air statewide on the Michigan Sports Network. Voice your huge opinions now at 1-866-838-HUGE. That's 1-866-838-4843. Now, the huge one, Bill Simonson. What's up, Michigan? It is time to begin a statewide journey on 19 radio stations. For the one close to you, go to thehugeshow.net. There you can listen to the free weekday stream at 3 if you're out of range. And also on the iHeart app, search The Huge Show, and you can listen anywhere in the world where you get mobile service. Now, inside today's 180-minute presentation, Superfly has put together a great show. John Vanderwall, former major leaguer, he's in Cooperstown in the Hall of Fame. Most pinch hits in a single Major League Baseball season. We'll talk about Jim Leland joining Vandy in the Hall of Fame. <laughs> they're like Hall of Fame brothers. Oh, yeah. yeah, they're going to be like, it's kind of like stepbrothers, the baseball version. So we'll talk about Leland. Is he deserving of a Hall of Fame enshrinement? I hope when he's up there... Uh, they hang banners that say 2006 and 2013. And then right when he's done, the middle one uh, folds down and says, he blew it. <laughs> oh, I about choked on that. <laughs> that's, what, that's what I hope. Uh, don't that's get what me happened going on. in those years. I, I know Leland's a, a good guy, a baseball guy, and him chewing out bonds. That video resurfaced on Twitter when he was with the Pirates. So we'll, we'll get to Leland will talk about what the Tigers have done so far in the offseason and an extension for A.J. Hinch and a shakeup to a point uh, with a manager and coaching staff. And you brought this up last time in studio. 14 coaches, well, including the manager. The manager and 13 coaches for the Tigers. Hmm. How many were when you were playing? Four? Five? So hitting coach, pitching coach, uh, bullpen coach. And you had a coach next to the uh, manager, bench coach. So what? Four? Fourteen, and, and then you had a, then you had a uh, catcher too, who was kind that's of bigger like, than football staffs. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. So you have you have twenty. Well, I don't know. Ridiculous. With the, with the new roster, would they expand it to twenty five? And there's uh, I know. After and then COVID, you had four coaches too, because you know expanded roster, you got to help these other. So yeah. you literally have a coach. It's a joke. More than a is. coach per player. Yeah. No, for every two players. For every two players. Well, you know they got that. 
new degree in the Ivy League that if you pass this, you can go to driveline and pass your test. You're talking the analytics guys, and right? And then you, uh, an extra seven credits. I'm hearing sarcasm, you can be Johnny V. A bench coach in a professional. I'm, I'm hearing, I'm hearing Johnny V. Sarcasm right now. Oh yeah, you don't like the analytics guys telling, telling, telling a baseball player, telling a. I, Again, I don't know what type of word chant that is. But it's a helicopter you, propeller. Oh, yeah, I, I forgot. <laughs> Your sound effects are legendary every time you come I on. I took a course on that. Yeah, I can't I wait. I, I was telling Superfly, you know, Johnny's going to give us some new sound effects today. I think he's going to end up being on The Simpsons as one of the voices there, Mr. Helicopter. So you don't like the analytics, guys, because I, I have a tough time, and maybe you did when you were playing, but I'm just talking in life. When people try to tell me, what to do when they've never been in my shoes, right? Yes, I agree. I, I I can't respect their opinion. I'm very, very blunt saying, unless you've done what I do, you've been behind. And this is guys I've worked with in radio where, you know, you know, it's like private parts from Howard Stern where you're trying to tell me, have you hosted a show? No, but I've worked at 13 radio. No, I don't want to hear it from you. Agreed. I, and I know people, and you and I have talked about these people, who I in know baseball, one, right? yeah, particular who would come in here and seven minutes later would know your job and tell you what you're doing wrong. So, are you talking in radio or baseball? I'm talking radio. He is in baseball, but he would tell you what you're doing wrong in seven minutes in this. Studio. Is it Alavila? No, we already talked about it. Okay, oh, give the name. Okay, yeah, I got it. Okay. You know, but we got we're, we got code. We got code right now. Yes, Superfly. We got code. You're not going to be let in. Me and Vandy's secrets are for. Off air until I decide I'm going to bring them on air. That's how it works with, with Vandy. I get you. I, I'm to- I, I totally agree with you. So that. when you were in all your stops in major league through the minors and you were a AAA MVP, you got that ring, you got a NLCS ring, and you got a ring with Tim Rogers and Forest Hills Central, Grand Rapids Forest Hills Central Rangers, uh, won the state championship, and Tim – Announced his retirement right afterwards. One of the great high school coaches this state has ever seen. You've been a volunteer assistant for how many years? Oh, 2011. Wow. That's awesome, man. And you, and you get a ring with all those kids. And what a performance by Forest Hill Central. And another ring to your massive jewelry collection. That, those Justin rings, they, they come in. They're not Justin. <laughs> The little pinky ring. <laughs> what are you? I'm triple A MVP. What's this? It's a pinky ring. I am so proud of those guys, especially our quarterback Mason McDonald. He went down in game nine, had a had a bad foot injury, didn't play in the first game of the playoffs, and then our second string quarterback got hurt. He played the the following week with a broken foot, and the last game he was probably sixty seventy percent, but. Uh, hats off to him. I mean, we have some great players, but I think what he did in the playoff run for us was unbelievable. The amount of pain he went through to get through those that postseason was awesome, and we won it. The one thing I noticed, and you beat Corona, right, in the state championship? No, Mason. Or Mason. Yeah, right. Corona was uh, Catholic Central. Yeah, right? Mason, good Catholic football Central. team. Yeah, Mason was a good football team, and I just like the toughness. You know, I know we've talked on air during the baseball season and when you were getting ready to go to a Forest Hill Central Ranger football game. But uh, I just watching their toughness. They were a tough team. They, they were really mentally tough. And I love that in a high school team. I think it takes teams a long ways. And it did 
with Forest Hill Central all the way to the state championship over Mason. Well, and that's hats off to the staff. I held the scout cards and was with the kids. I had a great time, but that's what my volunteer stuff did. The music on Friday nights. Just other, just We've other, been down the things. music. You played Let It Go from... All right, my bad. I know. So, a, anyway, but we had a great staff, great guys, you know, instilled the toughness into these kids, and the kids responded, and it was a fantastic way for... Timmy Rogers to go out. It was. And the job, Mark Ewell, a Michigan High School Athletic I Association. I love playing on Sundays. I, 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 I did. I, I was not a fan of it when it first happened, but it was I it think was they should cool. look at the move. I, I think staying away from Black Friday, having a Sunday where people could drive down, keep the Division One game at night, because most of the times that will feature at least one of the Detroit area teams, Great. right? Yep. Based on the brackets, you're going to get one. And and do that. I thought the Sunday with no Lions games, uh, with no college games, nothing up against you, no Black Friday, was perfect for the Michigan High School Athletic Association. And I hope Mark and those guys keep it on uh, Saturday and Sunday. That was awesome. And you perfect. know, hats off to your son too. He had a great year, and I look for big things for him in the in the and for ne- especially next year with senior year and. How big he is and strong he is, he's gonna he's gonna have a lot of colleges. Yeah, I appreciate your support of Ace and Joe Schwander. Again, it's about coaching, it's about uh, culture, a program, eight one JV team. I think what fourteen starters back from an eight and three team, and our losses were one to the D five state champion Grand Rapids Catholic Central Cougars and two to Grand Rapids South Christian. That was a play away. From back to back state championships, yep. so you guys could have been there if you got it, caught some breaks. Yeah, we we, we only lo- South Christian scored in the last uh, thirty seconds uh, to take the lead on us, and we don't, and they got a they went twenty two points on us. They were a high flying offense. We did a good job, and it just goes to show you how close that you really were. Your team was no. I mean, I always used to think that it was nearly impossible to to get to the state championship, and then. We started breaking it down as a coaching staff and going, we can get there. And uh, hats off to to uh, Forest Hills Eastern. They've got a shot. They've got they've got now they've been in the playoffs. They've had a good year. Now they know what it takes to win. So it'll be exciting to watch those guys next year. Yeah, and then watching South Christian uh, under Danny Brown and Coach Blackwire, their offensive coordinator, get to Ford Field and it's fourteen fourteen game with three minutes to go against them. Looking back at our second round. Playoff game, we lost by three to them in the regular season. They're in our conference, and Grand Rapids Catholic Central. I mean, Todd Colster, Danny Brown, uh, Joe Schwander did a great job with our team. You look at Tim Rogers, uh, the west side of the state, I will say this, and even places like Mason and Corona, the evolution of quality high school football teams and players in this state is predicated by great coaching staffs across Michigan. Agreed. You You need... You need a culture. You need leaders. And the one thing that just dripped through the TV, and last year they were in D2, and Dan Rohn and Warren De La Salle had you know, like seven D1 guys. But you could see that they were hungry for this because they left their year, most of those guys as juniors, and a coaching staff. And I, I saw you guys in the tunnel after that game because I was down at Ford Field. It was tough, and they said, we're going to get back there. And they dropped because of enrollment and the – realignment of divisions and they went and got it done and battled through injuries and they weren't high flying dynamic on offense, but gosh, they were just a tough team. And I, that's kind of the way we played. We were just tough. You have to be tough. And and Tim 
made a point of emphasis before that game. We played tough all year, and you're not going to get far in the playoffs or even have a ch- or have a chance to win the state title unless you are a tough, te- tough, and a physical team. It's just not going to happen. Well, they deserve the ranks. Uh, so do you. They do. I, I mean, know when you, you volunteer, I and I know I give you grief about playing "Let It Go" from Frozen <laughs> to the high school crowd, but you're in charge. I'm not gonna. I, I don't judge friends by the music they listen to. Well, I appreciate. It. I don't. And if you got the Frozen soundtrack on in your vehicle, then. More power to you, and I hope you get some counseling. Uh, John Van Vanderwall <laughs> is in studio, former major leaguer. I'm more of a high school musical guy. I like that. Wow. Okay. You know, I, I appreciate our friendship, but it <laughs> has to be on a need-to-know basis. You know, <laughs> the next year if we go up to Aga Ming, I've got the uh, the soundtrack. We're going to pop it high in. High school musical, oh, yeah. wall dance uh, <laughs> on the seventh grade at Aga <laughs> That'll be great, John. I can't wait. I'll circle the calendar uh, right now. All right, back to A.J. Hinch getting the extension. Was it deserved? Yeah. Right now it is. I feel that him and Harris probably had a prior relationship. They worked well together last year. They had some success, although most of it being that they were in the AL Central. So they work well together with success. He's going to get an extension. Now, I still feel that they've got to go out and they've got to do it. I think they have a good blueprint. They have a, a leader who has been tutored by one of the best in Chicago. And you see that circle of trust, all those guys. There's guys from that circle of trust who are now in Detroit. The guy in Arizona was from there. They went to the World Series. I believe there is a blueprint that he's going to follow the same blueprint. I think that Chris Illich will spend money and when the t- everyone says he won't and he needs to go, I believe he'll spend money if the time is right, but they still have a lot of problems on that team. I mean, they don't have pitching. Um, the hitting, I like the hitting part of it. There's people that don't, I still feel that their hitting instructors or coaches and stuff did a phenomenal job with a lot of these kids last year. So there's a good foundation that they've built on. Now let's see what they they do moving forward. You like Maeda? He'll be a good third four starter, right? Veteran third four yeah. guy. Yeah, he's he is definitely the third. You know Manning, who I did say this past summer that he's not that good. I I read an article in Facebook. I know it's Facebook, but I read an article and the truth starts coming out on what people think about their players and they don't have a good feeling about Manning. They think that they can get rid of him and get another piece. I think they're going to try to get another hitting piece. Jackson Job is going to be in the big leagues next year. So they need another starter. They're going to they're going to try to pick somebody up probably with the Manning trade or their or with Badu going. I think Badu's gone. I read that in that article too, and I I believe that because they're they're too left handed dominated. They're going to try to get something. Uh, they still think that they have the pitching, and I was it kind of made me feel a little bit better when I because I liked Matt as a player when he was here at West Michigan, but I just don't like what he gives the Tigers. There's too many of him on that rotation. So they got to get rid of somebody. Yeah, speaking of that rotation, on the Tigers' website, they list their rotation. Their one starter is Maeda, who they just signed. Manning listed at two, Fiedo at three, and Reese Olsen at four. That tells you the urgent button needs to be hit on pitching yes. this offseason because they're rolling into 2024 season in the worst division in baseball. Like you said, I, I agree with you. The hitting defense uh, are, are fine. Bullpen, a few arms. Uh, still needed, but 
And I, I'm in that camp that at least two starters and at least two arms for the pen. If they want to push to be 500 in 2024. I agree. Totally agree. That's where they have to, they have to go. And Reese Olson has to keep, has to sustain what he did in his brief stint with the Tigers. You know, Tarek Skubal's got to stay healthy. Maeda's a fossil, but he knows how to pitch. There's two spots there. Now, Fayedo's not the dude. Manning's not the dude. I don't know who else they think. I mean, Jackson Job, I believe, is probably, if he starts off hot in April and May, is going to be up quick. There's something about this guy, and I have never seen him throw, but there is something that people are excited about. And you just don't bring a kid down to the Arizona Fall League and let him throw innings down there unless they have a plan in 2024 for him to be in the big leagues. He's going to be in the big leagues if he if he starts out fast. In the yeah, in spring training, right? And Not then, spring training, but in the minor leagues. He's probably going to get four or five starts. If he dominates, AAA, right? Double A, triple A, he dominates, he's going to be in the big leagues. And I did see that they are saying Javi Baez is out there on the market. It would be great if somebody said, you know, maybe a reclamation project, we could use his defense. If they could get rid of him. Uh, second base, I, I like McKinstry. I don't know if he's the truly everyday type of guy uh, with Ibanez, uh, you know, third base, uh, some decent depth there. Uh, there. There's still holes when you look at this. You know, A.J. Hinch is sub 500, but he came in really from ground zero uh, in, on the rebuild. And there's still a lot of work. And Harris and Greenberg, the new GM, I like what they're doing. They're showing some Consistency moving forward, giving Hinch the extension, right? Yeah. And, and they're going to, and Maeda is a decent pickup. He's going to win you 10, 12, 14 games probably, and he's going to go take the ball every Do you think day. they'll spend money on a potential winter meetings, uh, an ace? Uh, you think they could go out and, because Rodriguez is done, you know, he's going to sign with another team during the winter meetings. Do you think they'll go spend some money to try and get a number one in there? They should. But they probably won't because they still look at their team as a sub five hundred team. Yeah, are they ready a year from now? Now, if your shortstop comes up, and I still think he's still the ace in the hole. I, I still have faith that he's going to find it. I, as you mean, yes. I he can't he can't be this bad for two years and and stink it up in the third year. I mean, everyone loves his defense. I, I to me, he's a second baseman. Um. He is the wild card. I believe he's going to find it this year. And I, I said it last year, too, he's going to find it. But just his track record doesn't dictate the two years that he had. I mean, there's I could fix this guy in, you know, this we're playing name that tune. I could fix him in, in a very short time. I know what he's doing wrong. Were you waiting for me to say I could fix him in, in a shorter time? <laughs> <laughs> You know what? I never played in the major leagues, but like Vandy, I'm not even in the Sparta Hall of Fame, but he's in the Major League Baseball Hall of Fame. But I think you're dipping your shoulder. Yeah. He's doing some stuff that we could clean up in a a short. That's I. Well, they did. And and flip it around the staff. They a lot of guys have hitting on their resume. So to me, what, what I feel from what you said all along, all last season, that they they need better hitting instructors at the major league level. Yeah, I, and a system developing all the way down. It has to be consistent from the bigs all the way down to rookie ball. Well, correct. And what has happened, and we have already talked about this, but 
you know, the, the propeller heads came in and they put in the the hit doctor stuff, you know, dropped the backside collapse and everything. And the Yankees organization is in destruction mode. They got rid of it finally this past summer. And there's other organizations that got rid of all this stuff. So the hitting is coming back to where it should have been. Um, I think Javi started to get into some of that stuff and he can't get back out. Because everyone wanted the three-run jack, right? Yeah, everyone wants the three-run pump. Everyone wants to put it up in the air. Well, the, the problem is, and they're doing it with the high schools and stuff down here, is that the problem is is that most 98% or 99% of these kids don't have big league hands that can do it. So they can fix them. The guys there, I'm, I, I'm sure know what to do, but would he listen? I mean, that's why I'm not a coach and I would never go back and coach and in professionals, I would tell him exactly how he sucks and what he needs to do, and he will suck until he changes. But he has been so low sucking his thumb in the corner right now for two years is that he needs to start listening to somebody. And I, I, and, I have, and I have total confidence that these guys there probably know what to do. It's just that he's not listening. He needs to start listening. If he listens and they clean him up, you've got your big hitter. I think you could be a major league manager. I'm, I'm dead serious. And talking to you the last couple of years and just knowing your personality and who you are, you really could be a big league manager. Speaking of big league <laughs> managers, I want to get your thoughts on Leland into the Hall of Fame. Did he deserve it? We'll talk about that in our final segment together. Time always flies when John Vanderwall, the former major leaguer, a member of Cooperstown, the elite of the elite, the most pinch hits in a single major league baseball season out of Hudsonville, Michigan, played at Western Calls. Grand Rapids area home. We'll do another segment with JV talking baseball next. From Detroit to Petoskey, this show is huge. Get your groove on. Friday, December 15th at Soaring Eagle Casino. Robin Thicke. Same show, same night, Montel Jordan. Start at $53 on sale now at the box office and etix.com. Party hard. Slide into smooth. Robin Thicke and Montel Jordan. Friday, December 15th at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Bill Simonson here for my good friend Josh Garvey. Now, he is a managing shareholder at Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew at the end of the year. And with the merger, there is growth and a chance for you to fill an executive or other high-level finance-related roles, either at Bean Garter here in downtown Grand Rapids or over at the Dorn Mayhew World Headquarters in Troy or at any of their offices across the country and around the world. They have a national specialized talent pool with ideal candidates for long-term placement, ongoing support for post-placement success. So if you're looking for that next chapter, in your professional career, talk to Josh Garvey and the team at Bean Garter. Easiest way, you can call Bean Garter, ask for Josh Garvey, or go to their website, B-E-E-N-E-G-A-R-T-R.com, or look for Bean Garter, soon to be Dorn Mayhew, on Facebook and on Twitter. Deck your cart with Meyer Savings. This year, give the gift of savings from Meyer. Santa Bucks will save you plenty. Plus, stack your savings when you shop super low prices with the Meyer Super Sale. Ho, ho, ho. Savings for all. Don't wait to shop and save with Super Sale and Santa Bucks. This Friday and Saturday only at Meyer. Plus, get a $10 coupon when you spend $100 or more this week in store. Print it at checkout. Start redeeming next week. Exclusions apply. See all deals in the Meyer app. 
huge here for my friends from Coppercraft Distillery. Now they're a Michigan-based company, and they have a message for anybody 21 and up. You're going to want to get hooked up with this Honolulu Blue, a premium can cocktail. Vodka, blue raspberry lemonade, this special limited edition can cocktails available at local stores, pubs, and restaurants. And when you're cheering on our favorite pro football team, TDs, tailgates, and more, make sure you grab a Honolulu Blue from Coppercraft Distillery. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. We are back on the huge show across Michigan. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Segment two, hour one on a Tuesday broadcast. John Vanderwall, former major leaguer, calls West Michigan home in Cooperstown, the Baseball Hall of Fame. Most pinch hits in a single MLB season. And Jim Leland will join you, Jonathan, uh, in the Hall of Fame. I got that surprising news yesterday, and I'm like, I I get he managed a long time in the big leagues, uh, but you know I I I don't get it. But I think you are rewarded for longevity when it comes to Major League Baseball, and he's going to Cooperstown. Yeah, he's going to Cooperstown. He a van. First of all, a fantastic person, a great manager, did win a World Series, uh, and I am have a token ball in the Hall of Fame. You know, he is in the Hall of Fame. The, the, the problem with I see happening to the Hall of Fame is it used to be this very, very small percentage of people that were inducted in the Hall of Fame. For instance, as a hitter, what do you need? 3,000 hits? Right. 500 or 700 home runs? 5 to 700 home runs? Uh, I don't remember the batting average, but you needed at least 3,000 hits or 700 home runs to get in. As a pitcher, you needed 300 wins. As a reliever, you needed 500 saves. It was exclusive. It was, it was a, a exclusive. There you right? go. I've you know I'm 57. I, you got the words right. Now it's just ballooned out to okay. This guy was a good player, so he should be in the Hall of Fame. And I just don't agree with that. There are some great. There's some great players who had great had. Great careers, but not Hall of Fame caliber careers. That are they're in the Hall of Fame now. Uh, the manager side is a little bit different. Um, I know they opened something. I don't know. They opened up the radio and all this other stuff, so they've got another band or another wing of the Hall of Fame. Jimmy's a great guy. Was a great manager. I have nothing but respect for him. Did you play with him in Pittsburgh? I never did. I played against him. Right. I've um, chatted with him. Um, why, why was he likable? Because most players talk about the respect they have for him. Me as a broadcaster, I had to look at 2006 and 2013, and I, I thought he underachieved. He really didn't have a bullpen. But, man, when you look back on the players he had during his run in Detroit, there should have been at least one, if not two, maybe even three World Series celebrations. I believe he's honest with people. With the players? Yeah. I think he talks to people. He doesn't. You know where you stand? You know where you stand. And he's personable. He can talk with anybody. He can laugh. He can drink. He can sing. He's a great singer, by the way. Great karaoke singer. Really? Oh, yeah. 
Oh, he can light it up, man. Have you have you have you been in a bar where he was singing? I have not, but I've heard hundreds of people talk about how old Jimmy can get a little winged up and he can sing with the best of them. So, um, he's just a great guy. I I will congratulate him. It's a great honor. You know, I saw a little piece with him on on Facebook about he was getting interviewed on the MLB Network and. I guess one thing that hit me was that he always put his cleats on every day. And that really kind of hit me is like, wow, he's one of the old school guys that he actually played for a little bit in the minor leagues, but he always wore spikes even when he was managing. And I was like, yeah, he did do that. So I have uh, congratulations to him. You know, who knows what uniform he's going to wear. I I would dare guess he's going to wear the Marlins because that's where he won his world series. You know, I know that Detroit's all over him right now with, with stuff in the paper and stuff, but I would bet that he's going to be a Marlin just because that's where he won it. Yeah, in the Hall of Fame, it, it was about, uh, you know, the elite of the elite. Yes. Right? And, and it was to get there, it, it like NFL, it takes a lot to get there, yeah. right? And it is ironic that Leland gets in and Bond still isn't in the Hall of Fame. Yeah, and, you know, the other thing about this whole Hall of Fame thing is there was there's just a bunch of guys who've gotten in that again great phenomenal players that didn't have the numbers and then you had a guy like Trevor Hoffman who had over 500 saves and he had and he had to get voted in by his peers which is absolutely ridiculous so things are strange in baseball I wish that they still would have kept this exclusive club that you know maybe it's every one or two years maybe like Derek Jeter unbelievable he's a Hall of Famer you know, Trevor Hoffman, who should have been a first ballot Hall of Famer, but eventually got in, is a Hall of Famer. I mean, there's guys that are Hall of Famers, but it's just, it's too wide range now. Johnny, a great baseball conversation on this Tuesday broadcast. Always appreciate you stopping in. Tell uh, Coach Rogers and everybody at FHE, congratulations. Okay, my man? You got it. All right, John Vanderwall, former major leaguer, calls West Michigan home when we talk Tigers and Major League Baseball. JV. I will step up to the mic here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Everything huge 24-7 at thehugeshow.net. Mercantile Bank is committed to delivering financial solutions that empower businesses to achieve their goals. We take time to understand you and what makes your business unique. From commercial and business banking to treasury and HCM tools, our local team is here to help you take your business to the next level. So when you need a financial partner, Merck is here. To learn more, visit us online at MerckBank.com slash business. Member FDIC equal housing lender. Huge here for Van Andel Institute Purple Community. Now they're a grassroots fundraising network powered by the volunteers who support VAI's mission to improve health now and in the future. Learn more at purplecommunity.org. Imagine this, a day filled with indulgence. Bursting with excitement and packed with extraordinary moments that build memories to last a lifetime. A day that is unmistakably yours. At the place that is undeniably spectacular. Whether you're winning big, dining lavishly, or relaxing oh so comfortably, it's your getaway reimagined at Soaring Eagle Casino and Resort. Huge here for Urban U. They are Michigan's favorite med spa locations throughout West Michigan and also on the east side of the state in Northville. And this is for any guy listening right now or lady. 
If you want the perfect holiday gift for somebody you care about, you need to think about the holiday specials happening at theurbanu.com. That's theurbanu.com. And for the holidays, Urban U is offering holiday tiers. Until December 30th through the end of the year, purchasing a holiday tier is the perfect way to treat yourself or that person in your life that you care about or your family. And you get your holiday gift shopping done quick at theurbanu.com. And what are holiday tiers? Holiday tiers are the best way to get rewarded big time for investing in your health, wellness, and beauty services. Simple and easy. If you want to take care of everything for the holidays, go to theurbanu.com. You're listening to The Huge Show on the Michigan Sports Network. Huge show is back live across Michigan, the only show where the people have a voice. Superfly Hayes is our executive producer. Each and every week we get together with former Michigan head basketball coach John Beeline and talk hoops from Michigan, Michigan State, the Big Ten to the Pistons. And coach is standing by on the Roast Umber Coffee guest sign. How you doing, my man? Hey, how are you, Bill? I'm pumped up. I kind of feel it. A little chill in the air. We get Big Ten play tonight with Indiana at Michigan. Wolverines are a big favorite in that game. We'll get to that in a moment. Why are they favored? And also Wisconsin and Michigan State. What a way to start the Big Ten schedule for Izzo at the Breslin tonight in East Lansing. And we'll talk about the Pistons as they're navigating one of the worst stretches in franchise history. But uh, let's begin uh, with Michigan-Indiana tonight at Chrysler. Yeah, you know, Michigan went all the way out to Oregon. Not an easy trip, obviously, to play one game. And that was an impressive uh, performance, especially, you know, for the most part, Doug McDaniel was just outstanding. That was, he put up Trey Burke type of numbers out there, uh, and he's just a little guy. So a guy like that, uh, Bill, he can keep you in some games. And, dang, they almost won it out there. And Oregon's not one of their better teams, but it is a good basketball team. So that, you know, that showed me what I saw earlier in this year. They went to St. John's when they they beat some other team some other teams along the way early that they were blowing teams up by thirty or forty. Uh, so I think they have talent. I think that that it's been really tough with, you know, uh, Coach Martelli coaching now, and, and there's no way you can solve it. I mean, Juwan's going to have to take over it one day. I don't know if he's coaching tonight or not, but. Um, they did. I was really uh, I'm optimistic about their season, even if it was a loss at Oregon. Yeah, I'm looking at Michigan, and I watch that Oregon game as well, especially the finish in the OT. And I'm really impressed with the athletes that this team has. I did not see this coming, and they're a seven point favorite tonight at home against the Hoosiers. And the Big Ten is off to a crazy start. Northwestern beat Purdue, then Purdue turns around and just hammers. Uh, Iowa, the score wasn't as bad as the loss was in my mind. And now you get Izzo and 
Michigan State tonight, but I'll give Phil Martelli and that coaching staff credit as yep. Juwan Howard is working his way back, uh, but uh, a solid start to the year for Michigan. Yeah, they, I mean, they have had, they've, they've lost some games. I'm sure they like to have back, but I, I think we're going to find out a lot about them, you know, in this week. They go to Iowa later on or later on, next weekend, but tonight against Indiana, we're going to find out a lot, but I think some, answer, some things were answered for me when they went out to Oregon. Out Now, Doug, Doug he, he can't get hurt now along the way. He's got to stay healthy because he is their, their really a, the, the one accomplished guard right there that you can count on every day. But we're going to find it. Listen, the other things happening tonight in Big Ten, I mean, Florida Atlantic is, believe it or not, you know, they're going to Illinois. That place will be packed because Florida Atlantic's coming to town but is a Final Four team that is really good again. So we're going to find, know a lot about the Big Ten this week in uh, Michigan's game with Indiana, and, and obviously the Wisconsin-Michigan State game is always, it's always goes down to the end, and it's such a physical game every year. John Beeline, former Michigan coach, joins us every week on the Huge Show. We talk hoops from Michigan to Michigan State to the Pistons. Also, John will be a part of the Big Ten studio TV coverage for hoops after the first of the year on the Big Ten uh, network. Uh, let's move on, talk about Izzo, Michigan State. It will be a rowdy uh, Breslin Center. Uh, Izzo and the Spartans, their losses are to quality teams. I heard Tom on his coach's show last night. He sounds comfortable, which I think is always a good sign. And I think this is an early must win tonight against Wisconsin for the Spartans. Yeah, you all, you know, Tom's, he's always got this really crazy, hard schedule to start. And it really doesn't read much into the season other than you know they're going to compete. But now I think we'll really find out who they are. They've been tested. You know, that the I like a lot of things about them, Bill, but still the shooting overall now, I think after after 15 games we'll know not we'll know more. We're approaching, what, nine games coming up, eight, nine games coming up. But still, if you look at it, they're, they're in the bottom part of the Division One in three-point shooting and also in, in free-throw shooting. So he's going to need that not only to win games, but for spacing on the floor, give Hall some room, room to move. Um, it's, it's, it's concerning to me now because it's after seven or eight games. They did get a little bit better there against Georgia Southern, but – there, uh, it does concern me uh, that I don't think you can win in the Big Ten without shooting. I really don't think you can. There's just too many tough arenas to play in, and somewhere that usually comes around for him, and 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 Michigan State, they're going to need it to, against Wisconsin. John Beeline joining us here on the Huge Show across Michigan, uh, talking hoops uh, from Michigan State, Wisconsin. Let's move on to the Pistons, uh, 18 game. Uh, losing streak or 17 game losing streak, two and 18 on the season. Worst team in the NBA. Year four, Troy Weaver's tenure as GM. Brought in Monty Williams, new coaching staff, new support personnel. Uh, Bogdanovich, you were right, him back uh, gave them much needed points in their last loss, where they had a shot to win. They just are losing games late. Uh, is it the bench? Is it guys playing two minutes? Or too many minutes. Uh, they've had a. Uh, I'm, I'm gonna say half of their games where they've led at some point, uh, halftime or late in the second half. Why so many collapses 
in the third and fourth quarters for the Pistons? Well, as I said before, your bench is really important to you because they have to play. Your starters cannot just go more than 30, 30 minutes, 35 minutes usually uh, because over the long season they'll get worn out. Uh, so uh, they have played. And Bob Donovich came back this Saturday, so that was good. And I was, as I said, count on 20, I think he got 22. And so that really helped. And they played better at New York. So their last two games, they've led or done pretty well in the game. I think right now, Monty's got to figure out what, who's starters, what are my rotation. Thompson's out of the lineup right now, their first round Jeff choice, because the spacing's so bad with him because he's not a three point shooter. And there's no, I don't understand that ever why they rush rookies and put them in the starting lineup right away. Then they can, you know, they yes, they might be successful, but they can. They also are going to have a hard time, and then to move them to the second team is hard. And this not the Pistons. A lot of teams do this. I would have preferred bring him off the bench and let him come in slowly because now he's coming off the bench. So I, I just think that's an issue. You don't have the consistency of who's in in game time at winning time with eight minutes to go in the fourth quarter. It's been a different mix of people. And that's what they got to figure out because it's an unforgiving lead. You don't get to go, okay, let's go get some guaranteed games and fatten up the skit. Our, our record, every night you're playing somebody good. They got a chance against Memphis this, this week, uh, Wednesday, to play better and, and get, just get, they had some time to practice too. But it's, it's not easy. They're, they're, they have, they're in a tough situation. Losing streaks are hard on teams, coaches, fans, mentally especially the players and the coaches. From all your days as a head coach at so many different levels, John, what was the longest losing streak you had to deal with as a head coach? Wow. I think with Cleveland, I, we might have had a 9 or a 10-gamer a couple of times that were just – you played 10 playoff teams in a row, and you're trying to rebuild with, with you know an 18-year-old uh, guard and and – so that, that was really hard. But I think in Michigan, even in, in, um, in my first year, we might have lost seven, eight, nine. Oh, it is, it is so difficult. You just want one win, just one win, any way you can get it, get in any ugly fashion. And it just, there's a different tone to practice about it, but it is really hard for the Pistons every day to watch video and try and get better. They need to get healthy against Memphis here or, they got some more tough games waiting after that. So it's hard, and, and I probably wouldn't be talking with you right now, Hugh, if I'd had a whole lot of long winning streaks or losing streaks. I probably wouldn't have ever made it to Michigan. So fortunately, we were able to avoid them. John Beeline every week talking hoops here on the Huge Show across Michigan. Look for John in studio, Big Ten Network basketball coverage after the first of the year. Johnny. Always good stuff with you, my man. My best to you and your family, and we'll talk next week. All right. Thanks, Bill. All right, John Beeline. Talking hoops just commands instant respect, doesn't he? He's an awesome dude on and off air. I have a message from my friends at Michigan's favorite med spa, Urban U. They have a huge giveaway for the holidays. Now, you can get the gift cards in their holiday tier program at Urban U locations in West Michigan and also in Northville on the east side of the state. But if you want a chance at winning a Glow 2 facial for you and to give one as a gift to somebody in your life, 
Go to the Huge Show Facebook page. Pin to the top, you'll see the simple way to enter to win. Just go to the Huge Show Facebook page, and you could win that huge holiday giveaway from Michigan's favorite med spa, Urban U. That's a Glow 2 facial that helps improve your skin's moisture and works overtime to replenish dry and dull skin during the winter months. And you'll be able to give one away as a holiday gift. And also, for the guys and the ladies listening, if you're looking for a great Christmas gift, something unique, Michigan's favorite med spa, Urban U, can set you up with that holiday tier program, gift cards, whatever you need. Just go to theurbanu.com. But if you want to enter to win those two Glow 2 facials, just go to the Huge Show Facebook page, and you can enter, I think, until December 20th. Uh, you'll see it pinned to the top. And thanks to Nicole and the team at Michigan's favorite med spa, Urban U, with three locations in the Grand Rapids metro area and on the east side of the state in Northville. Now, if you miss anything with this show, simple and easy, just search The Huge Show where you download podcast. Big. Bad. Huge.